Hey. It's the Hey Girl A podcast on Urban Media Today. Join Kiki Brown, LaShawn Tipton, and Jerry Tipton every Saturday at 9.30 on Urban Media Today Radio through Live 365 and tune in. It's funny, it's informative, never boring, and sometimes it's damn near disrespectful. It's the Hey Girl A podcast. Catch past episodes at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor FM, and UrbanMediaToday.com. Podcast uh, on Urban Media today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown, and I'm the chatter chick, Lashawn, and I am y'all millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. <laughs> we have Zara Charm with us tonight. Those of you who do not know, you're going to know who Zara Charm is. You need you a Zara Charm in your life, child. Let me just tell you. I've met, I knew Zara when I lived in Baltimore, when I lived and worked in Baltimore, Zara used to do my hair. And if you know the connection between a hairstylist and her client, then you know it's real, you Mm -hmm. know it's love and her spirit, you'll get to know her uh, just a little bit um, in the second half uh, of the show. And after that, you're just responsible for reaching out to her yourself. So uh, Zara Charm, thank you so much for being here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to see your face. You too. It is beautiful <laughs> for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Look at her hair. That's her. Gorgeous. That's all oh, her. God. That's her. That don't come from no bag, honey. Zara, bags are okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you know how people get behind the computer. They'll start yeah, talking about. She don't like the bag hair. The problem yeah. is not with the problem is not with me. The problem is with you. Yeah. And I'm gonna need you to just fix it. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna learn bad how bags. to we're gonna learn how bags. to um not make other people's stresses our stresses uh with Zara today because she's gonna she's gonna teach us how to kind of find our own peace. Mm-hmm. And and she's uh, now so the thing is for me Zara is a certified NLP practitioner or yeah. NP, NLP practitioner and hypnotist. Now this is not flat twisting hair. This is <laughs> serious <laughs> business. This is something else. This is something else. And so I want to get. Uh, I want to. Hey, Dinah. Dinah Blackwell is checking in. Um, hey, so Dinah. I, we're gonna get to. We're gonna get to Zara in a second. But Zara, so that you know, we hit hot topics first for the first half because our celebrities are out here just living their best lives and jacking them all up, and it gives us something to talk about every week. Mm-hmm. So first up is Marcus Houston. <laughs> Who is he? Marcus Houston used to be on uh, Sister Sister. He was also a part of Immature. Was it IMX? Was it IMX? It was Immature, and then they changed it to IMX. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you get to a age, you just can't. Baby, baby, let's get naked. That's the only song mm-hmm. I remember. So anyway, so he's 41. He's 41, and he is married to a 22-year-old. Well, he met her. When she was 17, they got married when she was 19 in 2020. And recently, Marcus Houston, according to the Jasmine brand, opened up about why he likes dating women younger than him, that he doesn't prefer women his own age. He says they're a red flag. 
Um, it's a, a red flag to me was always with the woman that had a kid, nothing against single women, but single mothers are children. Single mothers with children are a red flag for me. He says, um, if you're going to have kids, make sure it's with the, well, this is a conversation that he had with his dad. If you're going to have kids, make sure they're with the woman that never had kids. So that's why it was always a red flag. So I don't know if it's to blame his dad or, or blame him because I'm a single mother and, you know, it, it's just, you know, that's, that's some, for some people that's life. And so I guess with his now wife, who is 22 years old, who you know, he's 19 he's, years older. And, okay. listen, and he met her when she was young, 17. Mm -hmm. you know, she was a kid. She was, was somebody else's yeah. child. Uh huh. And that, mm -hmm. that's why they made such a big deal out of it. They they were like, oh, well, it's not like he, you know, just met her. You know what I mean? He been knew her. They were saying like how he was like praying on her, I guess, like that and waiting mm -hmm. until she got of age, mm -hmm. you know, to, to marry her. Um, and I don't, I feel like when he did that interview, it just, it was a little cringy to me, mm -hmm. <laughs> to me personally. It was, it was a bit cringy. I mean, everyone has a preference. That's fine. Me personally, I say that I don't want to date a man with kids, but I'm not looking for 17 year olds. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where the difference is. Um, so, and a lot of people have said they think with him, and this is just guys in general, they like dating younger women so they can groom them and, and just kind of like, I don't want to say use them, but they can, you know, you can manipulate them more, you know what I'm saying? Like opposed to a, a dating a woman your age at 41, they've been around, you're not going to try to do no slick stuff with them. You know what I'm saying? So I think his reasonings are different. And I think that's why people looked at him a little bit strange uh, when he did that interview. Okay. Zara, what do you think? It's disgusting, and I don't like it. Okay, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. I don't like it. What, what do you part is disgusting that she's? What part is disgusting? What do you have in common with a seventeen-year-old? What do you have in common with a nineteen-year-old? What are you really discussing? What are y'all really talking about? Especially when you're thirty-six. That was so special that you had with her that you couldn't have with anyone in your age group. That no. He knows what's going. He know why he picked her. <laughs> you know, like you said, what do you have in common with someone that much? younger than you you know like. but does it complement the the maybe his underdevelopment of who he is as a man and maybe he can he's on that level like may or maybe she's intelligent and he and she gives him you know that intelligent feedback you know maybe she you know how people say you must have been here before you you know what i mean mm. you, you have an old soul so maybe she's that way or she's just as immature as he is. So I hope, <laughs> well, I hope it, I hope it works out whenever it, it take men a little bit longer to mature than women. I mean, so me being a woman of a certain age, I always liked older men whenever right. I was younger. Yeah. And you know, they used to be like, they really liked me too. I don't, at 17, I wasn't dating a 36 year old right. at 17. No. Mm -hmm. um, and then a conversation like, like Zara said is, is, different because when you're 17 your whole conversation is and like and like and like i said like mm. like did you like like what did you like you know who, who, who <laughs> man want to have that conversation you mm. can't even take her anywhere 
to go like like let's have drinks they really don't know that much about coffee so you're not going to a place to have coffee what is she doing now after school she's running around with her friends she's probably going to cheerleading practice so how is that for you so and then and then older what men have to understand is uh, yeah he might be immature at that age but surely when she gets older he also gets older things on him are not working when hers are just at their peak yeah so you know, and then he'll be sitting around, you know, um, upset and jealous whenever other guys are looking at, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have been dating. Checking his AARP yeah. now. Right. You know, we get, the, we get 50% off at the hour. Right. Yeah. So. You know, and they're going to ask him, is this your daughter or things like that? Get ready yeah. for that. Yeah. Mm. Just wow. still, you know, she got her whole life ahead of her. And I feel like she, it was taken away from her so soon. I'm going to also say this. Sis got friends and sis got aunties. And aunties was like, girl, let me tell you something. Yeah. That brother got some money, maybe. I don't know if he's still producing or writing or whatever, but he got some money. Stay with him for as long as you can. Yeah. We all Maybe pop out a baby and, you know, and then you good for life. Because this sometimes is how we think. And that's sad. Like, where Mm -hmm. did did she meet him? Like, where did they meet? You know what I mean? At a, beat, like, at a B2K oh, yeah. concert. Right. Taco Bell. Cookie cheese. What Cookie cheese. The ice skating. Yeah. At a college campus, you got served, something like that. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> she have to crunk it and break that. Right. Come on. Ain't nobody like, doing My mindset. <laughs> I can't be out late. Hey, right. right. um, so. speaking of being out late, I wonder if Chance the Rapper got his hall pass. He celebrated what? his birthday at Carnival. Nah. Let me just tell you, Chance the Rapper was living his absolute best life. Mm-hmm. And folks were coming at him because there was a video circulating of him dancing with a woman. Of course, he is married. He's married to his, what, high school sweetheart, childhood sweetheart. And, you know, folks is like, shame on you. You married. You should be magic business. It's my birthday. It's carnival. This is what I'm doing. I did. My clothes was on. Now, mind you, she's, you know, doing her little dance or whatever. And he's, you know, yeah, she was all up in the business. Mm-hmm. She's um, he, he looked like he wasn't thinking nothing about the kids, the wife, the not. dog, the mortgage. He wasn't thinking nothing about her. Um, and he is, I don't believe he's, he has... Uh, responded to the claims. You know, these are just people coming at him saying you should be ashamed of yourself. You are married. Yeah. You know, and he he didn't. I don't think I don't think he did anything wrong. He's just having a good time for his birthday. Ladies, you all chime in. Mm-hmm. Carnival is a culture, and right. it is not like American culture. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, dancing on somebody else is not a problem in carnival culture. It's so not. if you don't understand, it's not for you. Yeah. It really isn't. We over-sexualize like things like dancing. You didn't see the if video? You know, no, and I don't know. Okay. Okay. I just want to look at it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's like if you go to like an African party, I mean, they'll, ugh, the best time. They'll dance all night and like windy, windy on each other. And it's just like, even the kids do it. And it's not a big thing. It's it's dancing. Like it's not really over sexualized. We do it with everything. Mm-hmm. We everybody get an R. Kelly mindset when yeah. it comes to dancing. Oh, uh, oh, oh did you like that? That's Ooh. R. Kelly mindset. 
I know. Ooh. I just popped that out there. I thought about Ooh. the thing with the last segment, but I said I'm gonna keep that to myself. I'm gonna put that energy in here. You know, right? Like, ugh. But it's just, it's a, like, like she said, it's a culture. It's yeah. what they do in carnival. They're half dressed, and no, and they're not mad about being half dressed. Everybody's like, it's cool. We're half dressed. We're having a good time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, get yeah. your life, people. Get your yeah. life. Yeah. It's also about your relationship too. If that's mm-hmm. acceptable in your relationship, if you've had that conversation, like, listen, hey, we're going to carnival, and this is what we're doing. There's there's some people who set limits at carnival. Like, listen, yeah. you could dance the two songs max. After that, you're done. Like, Who's mm-hmm. to say his wife wasn't there holding the camera? And yeah. then there's that. Yeah, she probably get it warmed up. Camera. Get them juices flunkers. When we get back to the hotel, it's about to be. Yeah. You never know. Maybe she's into it. Maybe, maybe he did have a conversation with his wife before. Then, like, hey, you know, it's my birthday. It's carnival. You know, that's it's part of the culture. And it's Chance the Rapper. We don't hear nothing from him like that in the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's young. He's having fun. He's living his life. He's going to go back home to his wife's kids. We didn't. Ain't we don't know. It ain't like he took her back home. His wife ain't stupid. She's not stupid either. She got aunties too. Now auntie said, "You better shut the hell up. Shut up right now. You better shut the hell up." I'm so glad I'm not an auntie. Let me just tell you something. I'll be that auntie. You better shut up right now. Shut up. Let them have fun. Let them have fun. Just kidding. Yeah. I had a. I had a. It's not right for me to have the vision that I had in my mind because he passed away. But I remember, I remember that that when when Kobe and Vanessa and he's sitting there at that press conference. He's I remember the fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in it. She's sitting there with that big ass ring on her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm, go ahead, keep talking. Uh-huh. Keep I talking. It's gave a look. He's sitting there like. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I <laughs> wish you would do it again. <laughs> I wish you would. I wish you would. Speaking of, I wish you would. Jonathan Majors. I love him. I really like John. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, Creed 3. I have yet to see it. I will oh. not see it. I will not see it because I'm still not cool. With Michael B. Jordan, I'm still mad at Michael What's B. Jordan. What's wrong with what did he do? I, told, I don't want to go through it because I'm still I'm triggered. I'm triggered. So the Creed three, Michael B. Jordan with the whole Lori, whatever her name is, Harvey. I, like, I, like I can't do it. I love I can't Lori do it. Hart. I can't do it. I can't do it. I so Creed three, Jonathan Majors, he got into some situation with his girlfriend. And the police were called in New York City and he was arrested back in March for assaulting his alleged girlfriend who still remains unnamed. 30-year-old woman was hospitalized with minor injuries to her head and neck. I just think they had really hard sex. Um, yeah. And she got mad at him and like, if you don't give me... No, I'm just playing. I don't want to do that. It's not, <laughs> that's not right. You don't give me my name call the police and call my dad. No. Um, <laughs> But he's been dropped by his talent manager. He's dropped some uh, endorsements, a possible movie. Um, He's set to face a judge May 8th. Prosecutors are charging him with multiple counts of harassment, according to the Jasmine brand. His attorney recently attempted to clear his name by releasing a series of text messages to the public from his alleged victim. And the text messages were seemingly meant to show the woman admitting to being to being in the wrong 
for what had transpired. Like she was saying, I'm sorry. Can't you just tell him that I didn't mean it? I, I apologize. Well, too little, too late, sis. And now more women are coming forward and they're communicating, you know, they're cooperating with investigators. And, and I'm just like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. I did not like the show, but I think he is an awesome actor. Oh, yeah, he's a great um, actor. I think he's an awesome actor, and it's just unfortunate. And you know, if this actually happened, I'm not saying that it did not happen. If it if it did happen, this is sad. And things that are done, you know, my grandma used to say, things that are done in the dark come out in the light. And this may be his time that you know this is something that he's done. But I, I will say that a lot of women that look like us immediately said, mm, I'm going to wait this one out. Let me see what happened. That reminds me, me of happened. the situation with the, um, I don't know if they were a TikTok couple or she was on TikTok or he was on TikTok. Well, the black dude who was killed by his white girlfriend, she was young. Yeah. And um, black women, especially, was given, was like, uh-uh, this ain't our battle. He never liked us anyways. He, you know, he was with that white woman and, you know, all this other stuff. So that reminds me of, you know, kind of this situation too. Um, but, I mean, this is hard. I mean, I'm not a, domestic violence is never okay. You never. Know? I mean, it's it's right. never okay. And um, I don't, it, <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's hard because I like him as an actor too. Like I think he's a phenomenal actor, a great actor. But I can see, you know, the backlash coming from it because he's dealing with, you know, a white woman and saying, "Oh, this ain't our battle." White, you know what I mean? Like white, black, purple, green. Domestic violence is domestic violence. Absolutely. No, people are yeah, absolutely. Out, the people are coming out and they're saying that he did this, and there's proof of it. Yeah. Well, then. Well, he got his feet got to be held to the fire like anybody else who do that. Yeah, who do so, it. Mm -hmm. But this is what guys have to realize too. I mean, you gotta watch when you get to a certain level, I guess, in life. You gotta watch where you go, who you hang with. Let me let me let me talk to you. Let me talk to you for a minute. Let me just let me just let me talk to you for a minute. Let me just let me just let me talk to you for a minute. Let me let me let me listen. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. Everybody, everybody your friend, bro. Everybody's your friend. When you when you get famous, yeah. When you get famous, you know, I, I need him to get like a, mm -hmm. you know, the Olivia Pope type agent. Right. Mm -hmm. He got to He got to let, let, let me holler at you, bro. Let, let me. Let me. It. Let me. He need a how, Steve how Harvey to talk to him. He needs to listen. Listen, yeah. listen. Listen. Everybody that Jordan should have told him like, bro, go with you. That's what he's like. Michael B. Jordan should be like, bro. Yeah. Right. And, and what these guys gotta, if and if he's innocent, you know, any guy that's in a situation that's innocent, what you gotta do. Is what you need to do is like when they start doing this, you got to videotape that. Like if she's yeah. like attacking you, come outside with that. I mean, like I'll be outside. Like look what she's doing. Wait, wait, wait. So as soon as they start arguing about the movie, come on. Wait out. a minute. Let me get my phone because yep. I I'm need to record. Yeah. None of us are gonna I have a chance. I, yeah. None of us are gonna have a chance. You're gonna need it, Zara. What do you think? Uh, I agree. Domestic violence is domestic violence, and I wash my hands with it. I mm -hmm. I don't like none of it. Well, your PR says I'm done with you. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because they don't see potential of making any more money. 
I honestly believe that. It's like, well, if you got dropped from this, if you got dropped from the army, it was an army commercial. He got dropped from the army commercial. He got dropped from from an upcoming movie. He's supposed to be in a Marvel movie. He got dropped. They're like, well, shit, I can't. Marvel. Yeah, I can't make song. no you, movie. You, you I can't. dropped you and you were Marvel? Marvel, movie? Marvel bro. That's Marvel. money. Like, I, I can't make no money. I can't. Bro, yeah. I'm just going to have to. It's been, it's been cool. I'll come over for Sunday dinner and brunch. But yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Because can Marvel is stacks yeah. on t- stacks on stacks on stacks. Yeah. Now, you if Jesse Smollier can make it. Yeah, Juicy Smollier. Juicy, juicy Smollier can make it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Juicy. Stay black. Uh, juicy Smollier. Stay black, Jonathan. Stay black. Stay black. I think he can make a comeback. Stay I don't, I don't know. Not with domestic violence. I ain't going to be around this behind. I know that. Yeah, Juicy did something else crazy. We were just like, this, yeah. juicy this came ninja. <laughs> this ninja. Juicy Smollier came back. <laughs> Yo, he recorded a song, too. Like, wow, really? Okay. Oh, I didn't know that one. How's it doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not too sure. I don't know. We after I got prayers, that noose Jonathan. off my neck. You're in a you're in a you're in a <laughs> oh juicy small yay. I miss him. <laughs> Don't you got his number? I got his number. I ain't feel like calling him. <laughs> I stay I, with the numbers. It's all right. We got something called Who the F Cares News. These news stories have hit the the you know the the, the, the trending topics of, across the country and the, a lot of the streaming apps and people are talking about it. But at the end of the day, it's like, who cares? Like Young Miami and Diddy. I don't know who told her they were in a relationship. He said they weren't. You're with Diddy. Yeah, Diddy ain't. You're with Diddy. The Diddy only woman he loved was Kim Porter Kim. and J Lo. Yeah, and it was only two. Yeah. Didn't he just have a baby? Yeah. Why had another baby? She How just now leaving. She uh. just the baby. The little girl is a little girl. She just the baby. Listen, baby. listen she had a little girl. He just got a little baby. The baby's not even one yet. Oh, not even one. She's probably six months. And it's it's okay. So I looked. I I did look at. Um, I'm going to do my confession. I did look at. Um, uh, <laughs> what is that Miami hip hop or something? Yeah, isn't that Miami did like the hip hop ones? Loving hip hop, Miami. Loving hip hop, Miami. Isn't that isn't Young Miami? Isn't she on there? Isn't she the little one? Like she kind of look. She's on City Girls. Oh, maybe this is not the one. Is no. she on? Is she on? She's not on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, I don't know. I gave that show up years ago. I stopped. <laughs> it's the way it kills my spirit. We'll talk it will. To Zara. It will. We'll talk to Zara about these triggering uh, reality shows and yeah. how they steal your joy. Um, Ooh, I need in to a minute. <laughs> I can't do it, y'all. All right, another one. I'm happy for her, but I'm kind of like, okay. Fantasia reportedly enrolled as a student at. Central State University. I've seen that. I've That's seen what's that. up. Black College. Good Keep it going. Put the yeah. money in there because you know we lack in the money. Okay. Good for yeah. her. Amazing. I think okay. I think when I think when okay. celebrities go back to college, I think it's a great thing because if you got enough money, what else you doing? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just get an education? You know what I mean? I think that's wonderful. And then to support an HBCU yeah. on top of that, you know, because like you said Central. Is that that's the one in Philly? Not Central Catholic. Not Central Catholic. But the Central one in State State. University. Central State University. 
Yeah. Like out there in the woods one. They, they almost lost the credibility like, and all that. Yeah, yeah that one. Mm-hmm. But I think that's that? awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Do that. Okay. Don't you now, clearly you care. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> and what Zara said, what's she going to school for? I guess. Okay. I don't care how long she got to school. Look, she got a spark. She filled out the application, y'all. She paid the application fee. She didn't put her classes. She didn't fill out her classes yet. She didn't get her syllabus. So she could be going to like what is this little place, Minnesota, Minnesota University? One of them universities online. I could care less. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. As a graduate of, of as a graduate of University yeah, of Phoenix. Up. Right. Because I put I owe them ninjas eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And I ain't online. doing near, I ain't doing near another thing I went <laughs> to school for. I don't remember not one class. Listen, yeah, you going. You're gonna give me my time. I am reclaiming my time. Get your time. <laughs> Damn it. I Damn it. I, mean, I don't know. She she could be going for basket weaving. Oh, I care. I don't care. Basket weaving. <laughs> okay. Nick, not, uh, Nick. Uh Nick Cannon. I, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I try Gannon. I try and bring up Nick Cannon every episode because every Why? episode he has a new child. Because he has a new child every episode. <laughs> Nick Cannon says that he could possibly be one person holding super sperm. Because the women that he is raw dogging right. say they are using birth control. See, this is the thing. I don't believe it. I don't Nick Cannon goes, does he go to Howard University? Yeah. He is not stupid. Nick Cannon is not stupid. This brother, you come on, bro. First of all, you should not be raw dogging anybody. That's the first problem. Anybody. Yeah. HIV is still out here. Syphilis is still out here. Gonorrhea is still out here. Herpes is still out here. You should not be raw dogging anybody. And birth control can take care of the KID, but not the HIV. So I'm going to need you to handle it. Look at you. Bars, KID, bars, HIV, Dinosaur's Nick Cannon needs therapy. Yeah, yeah, he needs to be hypnotized. Let's let's look at that, Zara. Uh, and LaShawn's favorite family, the Kardashians. Oh, that's when I go off screen. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Sean. Uh, The Kardashians will return to E with a two part docuseries called A Billion Dollar Dynasty. So if there's anything you do not know about the Kardashians, it will be in this two-part docuseries. Yeah. What don't we know about the Kardashians? We know that they got money in every episode they rub it in. Let me tell you something. Billionaire dynasty. Kris Jenner Chris Jenner is the goat. Man, she yeah, works she, overtime. That's my girl. Chris Jenner is the goat. I'm She's sorry. Uh, she, she is the goat. And she like Homewood Corey, her boyfriend. <gasps> I love Homewood <laughs> Corey. Here's my question. <laughs> he's straight he, from Homewood. He's her bodyguard, right? Oh, is he her man. security? No, 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 Was he her bodyguard? Was oh, he security? Know. So she paid him as security. So any gift that comes from him really came from her. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Who's getting technical like that? His mom got a new refrigerator and a microwave. Why are you talking about that? Ooh. Ooh. He got aunties that was like, "Listen here, little boy. Listen here, let me tell you something, little boy. Mm-hmm. Y'all need yeah. to celebrate these aunties. All them times I picked you up from the bus stop, Corey. Sat <laughs> <laughs> there right there on but Hamilton and Stranahan and waited for you. Come she on, Stranahan. That's home with Corey right there. We got Zara Charm in the building. Zara Charm is here. Uh, she didn't listen to all this nonsense and everything <laughs> that gives us trauma and triggers and stress. And so we're going to talk to Zara Charm about how we could find our peace. Mm. And then her story, um, which I believe you'll find super interesting because I know I do. I live vicariously through her Instagram page and her TikTok. Child, you need to get you a Zara Charm. This woman that left Baltimore and she has been exploring the world and we're going to find out why we're going to take a quick break. Um, and then we'll get, come back with Zara charm. This Hey Girl Hey podcast is brought to you by the Allegheny County health department hosting overdose prevention pop-ups in and around the city of Pittsburgh. And you can find more at harmreductionallegheny.org. We'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on urban media today. Hold tight. Fentanyl is not just in heroin. The drug supply is changing, and I carry naloxone because I don't want to see nobody die from a drug overdose. You can test your drugs for fentanyl. Small changes make big differences. Hey, Mr. Hey Gray podcast on Urban Media today. I was trying to black us out because, you know, Zara was taking a swig and we sitting there scratching our head. I was trying to black us out, but... Clearly, that didn't happen. <laughs> anyway, uh, shouts to the Allegheny County Health Department. As Stacey Brown would say, nobody has to die today. So make sure mm. you test test your drugs because a lot of the drugs out here laced with fentanyl. And she was talking about horse tranquilizers. I'm like, damn, what type of high you want to be? Yeah. Jesus, you trying to, I just want to disappear. Mm-mm-mm. That's how high I want to be. I want to just have a little talk with Jesus. I'm, Honey, just, I'm just gonna walk back and forth. Do it. Let me tell you something. Living living in Baltimore. That's how I learned how to say it. I learned how to say it that way. Well, you said it right too. Baltimore. Hey Baltimore. <laughs> hey Baltimore. So living in Baltimore, I have learned survival. I have learned you better creativity <laughs> not in that aspect because i'm scared as hell but i've learned to be creative a lot of things that i've learned in my eight years of living in baltimore um i here at pittsburgh and i'm so excited about um just knowing that my good friend zara uh is just she is just flourishing i don't even remember how how we met i just knew that i cut my locks off i wanted to stop uh straightening my hair and adding heat to my hair and i went natural and i found you and zara helped me regain just confidence in my hair again but we developed a friendship through that and every time i saw her it was just her, her her spirit was just amazing. It was always positive. I don't think I've ever seen you mad. Oh, that's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you mad. Um, but I, I just want to, to just to officially welcome you again to uh, the Hey Podcast. And 
uh, ask you, just tell us about the, the, what you can reveal to us, what it was like, you know, what, what caused you to, to, to pack up everything from Baltimore and just head to Thailand? Like, mm. okay. Tell me, yeah. tell us that story. Yeah. So I was a hairstylist as of now. I still claim being a hairstylist. I'm a hairstylist for 12 plus years. Um, I had my own salon. I was doing all the things. I've reached all of my goals in, in styling. I had my salon stylist in there. Everybody's making money. We're all living well. It's um, salons downtown in the heart of Baltimore. I live two blocks away in the high rise. All is well. And I just felt like something was missing. Like I achieved all these goals because that's what we're told to do. Achieve yeah. the goals and then you'll be happy. And here we are. And I'm still like, something's missing. And so yeah. I'm achieving and I'm doing and I'm doing and something's still just not right. Like I'm just not happy. I went to Thailand on a vacation with a group of people. Um, nothing special happened on this trip. It was just a weekend. It was a week long trip. Um, I'm used to traveling. Traveling was my jam. Always all my clients are like, where are you going now? That was always my thing. I'm the traveler go to Thailand and I come home and the only way to describe it is I felt like I was homesick for a place I never lived before. Wow. Um, wow. I just, I just felt a calling. I felt a pull. That's the only way to describe it. I was like, there's something more for me here. Like, I don't know what it is, but there was something more for me there. And like I said, nothing happened on the trip that was like, Oh, I had this big moment. No, it was just a regular vacation. We had a good time, but it was just, everything was normal. I came home and I was like, I got to go back. And so for a long time, I'm just like, all right, I've, I had that feeling in my heart, but I'm like, I just need to visit there. And so one day, it was a Friday, um, a girl, it's a tarot reader. I'm not into tarot. I was not into it. That wasn't my jam. A tarot reader went live on Instagram. And so I asked her, I said, should I move? I didn't tell her where. I didn't say anything. And in the reading, she said, yeah, you should go. It's actually a very good idea that you move. This is going to be a big move for you. It's going to be phenomenal. Great things are going to happen for you. And then she said, I'm, I'm even seeing this might even be overseas. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, all right. And so I held on to that. And so I'm. Um, this is a Friday night. So I'm going to my mother's house to visit my family. So I'm in the car, in the Uber on my way to, the, on my, way to my mother's house and I'm talking to my good girlfriend. She's calling me. She asked me, how was Thailand? I haven't talked to her about Thailand, just my trip. And I'm like, it was great. It was so wonderful. I'm telling her about Thailand. And then I was like, you know, I'm feeling real crazy. I think I want to move there. She was like, girl, move there. You want to live there? I was like, I think so. My Uber driver turns around. Mind you, I'm in Baltimore City. My Uber driver turns around and goes, hey, listen, I didn't mean to drop, but I'm from Bangkok. That's the capital of Thailand. You're from where? Wow. Winner, sir. And wow. so for me, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe in signs. I believe in synchronicities. Yeah, I don't believe. And ever since then, I just saw signs slowly but surely that I need to go there. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I need to go back to Thailand. Thailand was amazing. I moved um, in 20, 2018. March 2018 was when I felt the need to go. And by August, I packed up my salon. I sold all my things and I moved abroad to Thailand. Um, it was amazing. I met so many wonderful people. Thailand, there was a big, for me, I needed to go to Thailand because there was a big black population there. I needed my people. Like in I Thailand? I was going to ask. Was listen, there... we there. We there. First of all, we're everywhere. Like yeah. we're, are, we are everywhere. 
but we were in Thailand and we were deep. I have, a matter of fact, I got to put the pictures back on my social media so you can see. There was a lot of us. Um, one of the crazy things. <laughs> listen, um, the last movie that, um, oh man, man, what's his name? I feel bad. But Spike Lee filmed the movie there mm -hmm. and he was looking for extras. There was over a hundred black people there looking to be extras in his movie. We are there. We wow. are there. That's what's up. That's we what's are up. there in Thailand. We are there in Asia. We were there. We were deep. We were, and we were from everywhere from the States. There was a lot of us from, were, um, from the States all over. There was a lot of people from the UK, but we were there. We were deep. It was a great. <laughs> that just got up and moved to Thailand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? And I'm going to tell you, wait a minute, the first time I went, the first time I went, when I went on that short little vacation trip uh -huh. to Thailand, I met a black girl from Maryland. Crazy. Because mm. Crazy, I wasn't interested. I wasn't there actually meeting people, like going out of my way to find the community there. I didn't even think to find the black community there. But I met a black girl from Maryland. She was there and she was teaching and she was just telling me about her experience there and how great it was. And she was like, my cost of living, she said, I'm paying probably $1,000 for the whole month of me living here. That includes my place. That includes me eating. That includes my phone bill. That includes everything. That includes me going out on weekends. She's like, I live a very good life for $1,000. And I was like, wow, that is you do what? Huh? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, and then, so one of the things I learned is people are moving. So, for example, here in the state, you want to get a place? Oh, you have to get approval yeah. you have to have this you have to do that listen mm -hmm. you want a place there go see a house you want to get a three-bedroom house a thousand dollars here you pay three months deposit and that's it you have a good day they hand you the keys same day mm -hmm. was it hard for you to find a place like how did, where, where were you looking so um i i lived in chiang mai um which is so there's the main city, Bangkok, which is like the big, big city you would compare it to like New York. It's very fast paced, always moving, always on the go. Chiang Mai is like in between. Um, it gives a little suburbs. It gives you a little city, but it also gives you a little suburb. Um, if you move out a little further into Chiang Mai, away from the city area, it'll give you a little bit of country and and um, rural area. And then there's the, the beach town, which is Phuket. I lived in Chiang Mai and I would travel back and forth between all of them, depending on how I felt. But um, cause the flight was only $20 to go to another city, which America could never. Oh, no. oh, no. No, no, $20 flight though. America could never. <laughs> and who's paying for the gas? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, no. So how did you deal with the this is not something that you thought about for your rest of your, like you didn't, this is not on your vision board. I'm going to go, I'm going to move to Thailand. How did you deal with the language? Like, how did you deal with you that? You know what's interesting? Well, so one thing is I lived in, I lived closer into like more um, touristy areas. So that way I'm not too far away from English. Like I said, I stuck a lot with a lot of the black people. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. also, even when I did meet Thai people, there's a lot of communication that's nonverbal that you don't even realize how powerful it is. Mm -hmm. um, there's this festival, and it just happened last week. It's their um, festival called Songkran. It's their um, New Year. And so for their New Year, they have a countrywide... Um, they have a countrywide water fight. So I'm talking about everyone has a water gun. Everybody's spraying each other. And my Thai neighbors, number one, they made sure that we knew each other. Even though we could not speak to each other, they made sure that 
hey, hello. Like that was right. understood. We made yeah. sure we communicated with each other yeah. during Song Cran. They handed me a gun and we were squirting each other. We formed little teams and we were getting like, and all of that was just through body language. And it's understood. There's a language that's just in our smiles and just in our eyes that we are, that's just understood. It's very interesting. I love yeah, that. Yeah, smile is and universal. Then, um, yeah. then we have Google, did... tra Google Translate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to, I have to, to ask, how did you, become like <laughs> it, it's I have so many questions and it all just want to come out at once from a a hairstylist to now yeah. a certified NLP practitioner and a hypnotist mm -hmm. so NLP how did I get there practitioner. yeah so hair is very powerful hair is an energy exchange it is I can I can feel when people are stressed. I can feel when people are going through things. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I can only feel and I cannot explain it because I've been doing hair for so long. I can feel the energy transfer. And so when I'm talking to people, when I'm experiencing people, I can feel, I can feel your energy. I remember you telling me you must be sick. You were doing my hair and you said something's wrong. You, you must be sick. And I had you doing fibroids at that time. And I, I I didn't know that, but I recall that. I don't remember much, but I remember you telling me you I must something's not right. You must be sick. Go, but I'm so, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I could feel it. And so then when I was doing hair, I could feel it, but I also didn't understand it. Like mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone else who, who could feel certain things off of people the way I could. Um and so when I had the space to learn, when I moved abroad, when I moved to Thailand, when I um, moved to Malaysia and Mexico specifically, Mexico is where I learned hypnosis. Mm. Um, that's where I was able to learn more about the mind-body connection, how our thoughts really affect our bodies, how um, what we eat really affects us in a way that we don't even understand what we think. If you were sitting there and you were in a state of stress all the time, I want you to understand that your cortisol levels are rising every time you sit in this space of stress. And now we're it while we stress, stress is important. We need to understand stress. We need to our cortisol levels rise so that way if we need to run, if we need to move fast, our bodies can do it. But if you are at a constant state of stress from an email, then you're going to hold on to this cortisol level and this cortisol level is going to make it hard for you to breathe. It's going to make it hard for you to digest food. It's going to make you hard to, um, it's going to slow down your whole body's processes all just from your thoughts. And so if you yeah. understand how important your thoughts are to your body, you start to realize, you know, I gotta really adjust my thoughts and I can feel when people are stressed, I can feel like heavy energy coming off of certain people just based off your thoughts. And so we can help, if I can help people shift their thoughts into a way that's more productive, that can actually heal them, that can help you take away your cravings. My favorite thing I love to do right now is helping people with sugar. The sugar addiction is real. Oh, uh, oh sugar. my God. Like, hey. Sugar is the devil. And Ooh. we know it. Hey, you know it. It's yeah. so good. It's delicious. Uh, it's in everything. And when I can get you off of sugar and you were starting to realize, oh, I'm sleeping thoroughly through the night. Oh, I'm not craving sugar. Oh, my client told me she went through the Easter aisle for Easter. I mean, the candy aisle for Easter and didn't feel anything. She didn't buy anything. She made three dozen cookies for her family and did not eat one. Mm. When I can, when I can help you do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working. Hmm. So what and is an 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. And that's through hypnotism? Through hypnosis and NLP, yeah. So NLP is... What is NLP? I was about to ask the same question. Go ahead. Neuro-linguistic programming. And so it's just retraining your brain to think a different way. Um, So it sounds crazy. It sounds scary. But a lot of our thoughts... So the subconscious mind... We have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. The majority of our decisions, our thoughts, our beliefs, and actions are based from something that we believe between the ages of birth and eight years old. And if you know anything, you know you knew nothing at eight years old. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know anything at eight years old. And so there's people who struggle with money because they were always told money is hard to get. Money is evil. Money is 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 the devil money is for the, so people have negative beliefs around money um if you've watched someone um just if you've watched any negative habits or you just have an idea based off of how certain things should be just based off your relationships with other people that you learn between birth and eight and so as time goes on your mind your conscious mind is going to continue to feed that belief mm-hmm. so for example if i believe i could never move abroad then that belief is true if I be- if you believe it, it is true. So if you believe that, oh, travel is hard, I can't do it, then you won't do it. Yep. But if you change that belief and say, you know, I am open to traveling, I have the options, you're going to, your mind is going to slowly start to bring options and beliefs and things that help you solidify that thought that, you know, maybe travel is for me. Yeah. Maybe this is for me. Or it helps you think a little bigger, change out of your, out of a limited mindset. So. Right. And you said you used to travel alone a lot is that yeah so that's a goal of mine to travel yeah. alone but I always had this mindset you know I was so scared I'm used to traveling with other people mm-hmm. it was more a comfort thing and so I wouldn't be bored or you know I would feel protected or whatever but I, I came now to the realization like you can't wait on people you know what I mean you just have to go out and do it but I still have that little bit of fear and anxiety of traveling alone. You know what I mean? So what is some advice you could give, you know, to me and other people who want to do more solo traveling? Where should I start basically? Or small, work off big, what things should I do, avoid, you know, any type of advice or tips would be helpful because that is a thing I really want to start doing for myself. Yeah. Well, number one, fear is important. You need a little bit of fear to get things going. Um, yes. People are like, don't be afraid. No, no, no. Feel the fear and move forward. Like you do it scared. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So yes. number one, feel the fear and, and, and move forward afraid. Um, starting with social media, if you want to, there are tons of travel groups dedicated yeah. to black people yeah. who want to travel, who don't have friend groups, who don't have, you know, mm-hmm. my good girlfriend, she don't want to go with me. What am I going to do? Well, there's tons of groups of people who will go, who have, who host literally monthly vacations and trips yeah. to go to different countries around the world. Um, so that way you don't feel alone. You can do the whole process of um, booking flights and all of that with a community. Building that travel community is really, really good. So um, if you're like, I don't want to do it by myself completely, that's a good way to start. Um, there is a girl, her name is Travel Like a Boss, B-A-W-S-E, Travel Like a Boss. She teaches people how to travel abroad, travel abroad by themselves, and she has a whole course around it. It's great. Um, Facebook, Facebook is the sauce. Facebook yeah. is everything. There is a travel community on there called Nomadness. Listen, Nomadness has all of the sauce and it's completely free. Um, and all, Nomadness is um 
It's a black owned company. They're really, really good. They have, if you look up almost any country, there's so many people in there. They have so much information in there. So if you're like, hey, I want to go to this country, you can easily find in the files, like this person, here's what they recommend. Here's the hotels, here's the options. There's so much information out there. And they have, a because um, it's a Facebook group, you can write a question in there and get the answers you need. There's so many people willing to help. There's so many times I went on vacation or went, went, um, went to different countries and they're like, are you true? So if you're part of, if you're in no madness, they call you tribe. They were like, are you tribe? And I'm like, yeah. So seeing people abroad in many different countries who are black, who are traveling, they're like, are you tribe? And I'm like, yeah, I'm tribe. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> That's um, and then they also have in the States, they have different groups for their own area. So for example, there was a tribe DMV where all the people who travel would meet up. I don't, I guess it was quarterly. We'll meet up quarterly. I went to a couple of the meetings. That was really cool. Um, so that way you can meet people in your area who are um, travelers. And a lot of these people, they have tons of stamps. Like I'm talking about, they are world travelers. They are about that life. <laughs> but is that really just traveling by yourself? If you're just going to connect with people that is from that are from your market, like you're just going to run in, you know, Pittsburgh is a very small city. Mm -hmm. Baltimore is a small city. You're going to run into somebody. So is it, I mean, is the, is the experience still the same if you're just going to be going with people that are still from your city? There's a, I'll, I'll say this, there was this plan to do, a, you know, a, a trip, you know, for Pittsburgh. I think it was called the 412 Takeover. Shouts to Venar Alexander, who, you know, from here, he's a big connect. He's the connect king and wanted to do this. And I, I, I can't remember what destination um, but I didn't want to go because I'm like, if I'm going to vacation, I don't want to vacation with people that I'm probably going to see every day. Right. You know what I mean? So right. is it the ex ex experience the same or am I just closing myself out from experiencing something new? Because uh, you, you can sometimes go on vacation with people and, you know, you all do your your own thing. I mean, I have a friend that he, he travels with his family and they never see him the whole time they're there. Yeah. Uh, he's like out. As soon as he yeah. gets there, and they're so used to it, they just do the out to each other. Like they're yeah. like, "Who's this?" You know, see you when it's time to go back, or they might just hit each other up for dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, so, like, Baltimore had um, when they when the Ravens played, they played in London in 2017, 18, and I had went with a group of people, and it was refreshing to see. Ravens jerseys around and just going yeah. different. I didn't know all the people, but it was just refreshing to see that. But I also didn't see a lot at the same time. I didn't even right. go to the game. I just went just because I was already going to go. And then I was like, oh, y'all are going this weekend. I might as well move my trip. So, yeah. Um, but it was just refreshing to see the purple jerseys everywhere. And, yeah. um, but also still getting my tea and crumpets and yeah. getting my fish and chips and all of the things. And so this is traveling. How did you connect with hypnosis? Yeah. How, so, how did you adopt that love? <laughs> so when I was in in the middle of the pandemic, I moved to Mexico. I lived in Playa del Carmen and then I lived in Merida. I went to Playa del Carmen. <laughs> I love Playa. But I didn't. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't Playa have the experience you had. It's beautiful. It's Playa beautiful. is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's very touristy. Though. Very, yes, very it is. Because I called it player, 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 and it's not, it's player. But anyway, 
<laughs> so when I was in Merida, I was watching a YouTube video of um, a hypnotist and I was watching his show and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. But I just left it at that and I moved forward. And then this is an American hypnotist. Then I went to the beach the next day and he was there. And so again, here we are. I don't believe in coincidences. Things happen for a reason. <laughs> so I'm like, he said, I told him, I was like, wow, I just watched you yesterday. You're amazing. And he was like, well, do you want to learn? And I was like, yes, I want to learn. And so for six weeks, he took me under his wing and I studied underneath of him. Um, and he threw me in one of the hardest things I ever had to do. He said, if you can help them, you can help anyone. During the pandemic, you have all these men who are, it was um, well, young boys who were basketball players. And if you know anything about basketball players, their whole, for the majority of them, for their whole life, all they know is basketball. Mm -hmm. um, they're given a basketball at birth. They have the little tights, the little tykes basketball yeah. hoop, like all they mm -hmm. know is basketball. And mm -hmm. so here we are in a pandemic and we are all in this state of uncertainty where we don't know what's about to happen. So a lot of them were very stressed and they were like, some of them wanted to unalive themselves because they didn't think that they were worth anything because all they knew was basketball. And so he was like, if you can help them, you can help anybody. I will say, I'm proud to say none of them have passed and they're all here so um a lot of them came back and said that they are realizing that they're more than basketball a couple of them completely quit like once basketball resumed they said i don't even want to do this i want to focus on other passions mm -hmm. they were able to find their find their find their real self in a way that was very interesting i'm very proud of myself for that work because mm -hmm. that could have been bad yeah wow that's that's that, that is, is amazing, amazing. Dinah. <laughs> it is amazing. It's just something that you you see and you you, you know you witness not close up. Like mm -hmm. I like I said, I followed you on on Instagram and I remember watching you like I'm gonna ride my bike. And she had a little bike with a basket, and she's just <laughs> like, you know, it's just like wow, I never thought that I would do anything like that. You yeah. know, but it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. And I've been to your website is is zarcharm.com and you have actual clients who have shared their testimonials. Like, I did not think that I could be hypnotized. I did not think that you would take me away from my cravings, like sugar cravings. I did not, you know, and I'm just like, oh Lord, if I could just not like carbs. <laughs> right. I would love to yeah. not like, I want the carbs <laughs> to be the devil. I want it to make me swell up. Like I don't want mm -hmm. it to, I don't want to do any, I don't want to have anything to do with carbs, but then I like wine and I hear wine is a carb. I don't know why, but <laughs> I, I, you know, and so I, I commend you on just trusting Trusting these feelings and trusting yeah. the people. Yeah. Um, what's been what's been like the biggest takeaway for you for all because you've you've accomplished a lot in such little time. This is something that people have accomplished in like 20 years, but this is what since 2018, yeah. 2000. Yeah, I mean, this is a lot. What's yeah. been your biggest takeaway, Zara? Um, just trust yourself. 
your intuition is leading you at all times and it is up to you to actually listen to it. We are trained not to listen to it. We are told to focus on the logic. And the thing is your intuition is is connected to your emotions. And we are told not to be emotional because when we think of emotions, we think of anger and we think of sadness. And your emotions, are, there's a gamut of emotions. We feel a bunch of different things. When your body your body is telling you what it wants to do, your, your mind is connected to your body. When you understand your emotions are connected to your subconscious which makes 95 percent of all of your decisions then it's like okay i have to really be connected to your mind and your i really have to be connected to how i'm feeling and really taking the time to be like you know this doesn't feel good like you've ever walked in a room and you could feel everyone is talking about you mm -hmm. yeah. no one said mm -hmm. anything but you can feel that mm -hmm. and so you you feel your body tensing up paying attention to how your body feels. We always are, we're taught to move from a place of logic all the time. And that's not real, that's not true. We miss out on so much. And especially as women, cause our intuition, that women's intuition, man, that thing is powerful. And we're told not to not to incorporate it, not touch into it. Oh, y'all just making it up. No, yeah. there's a reason why you feel that way. There's a reason why you are thinking- It's that trained American brain. It's something that we're trained to do. Now on TikTok, you're talking about how change is so uncomfortable and how it's so difficult to embrace change. I, I just talking to you in just this little short time, I feel like out we're trained just by habit and being around people who are also trained and not understanding or recognizing that change is good. It's okay. Change yeah. is wonderful. Oh yeah. One thing is we're taught, we are taught what life is supposed to look like. We've been trained from birth what life is supposed to look like. Yep. We're supposed to go to school. We're supposed to go to college. We're supposed to do these things. And then once you get your job, you live happily ever after. And the pandemic showed us that that is not even close to being true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so many of us have been through so many changes in such a short period of time. And it's like now is the time to realize like the change has to happen. You have to embrace change. We're not meant to stay at jobs until we die. Like we we don't say that again. Thank you. We don't yes. have to. We can change Absolutely. our lives. And there's nothing wrong with not wanting to do what you've been to school. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to do what you went to school for. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you can get up. Somebody tell University of Phoenix that. University uh, of Phoenix. It's okay. Listen, so let Fantasia know before she's put her first classes together no, that no. she might not get a job doing. Right. Look at Khalise. She is a chef. Yeah. Khalise yeah. is a whole chef. Well, I mean, she wasn't really nothing. Oh, well. Uh, the milkshakes uh, didn't they melted. Well, well, she was probably inspired from making her milkshake. It was a, a milkshake. She's like, you know, yeah. I can do this for a living. <laughs> I can make milkshakes for a living. Don't you have, didn't you write a book? Uh, like, uh, tell us like how we could get more because we're we're nearing the end of the show. But how can we get more from you? Because this is just not enough. So how can we get more from you? Podcast, book, social media. Give us all the deets. Can I lead y'all through a five minute hypnosis? Do we have enough time? I'm ready. Oh, okay. Open. Just take Are me away from sugar. Don't have me fall asleep right here in the center of my house. Listen, you're good. Listen, I was. So let me tell you about hypnosis. Hypnosis is nothing like what you see on TV. Um, it's very simple. It's very light. If you've ever experienced, if you ever daydreamed, um, if you've ever meditated, that's what this will feel like. 
Um, if you've ever, it, hypnosis, it says we're hypnotized at least two to three times a day. If you've ever scrolled on um, social media and looked up and an hour has gone by, that is hypnosis. Yeah. If you've ever binge watched, <laughs> if you've ever binge watched a show, if you're sitting there on Netflix binge watching Love is Blind, that's hypnosis. Mm -hmm. um, and so it is all about what you decide to put into your subconscious mind. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What we need to do. Just take a deep breath in. Let it out. And just close your eyes. Listen and focus your focus to the sound of my voice. And right now, just close your eyes. And I want you to focus all your attention on the sound of my voice. And I want you to imagine. And imagine right now. I want you to visualize. Visualize a number line going from 0 to 10. I want you to see it crystal clear. Visualizing a number line from 0 to 10. And we are going to take our confidence up from a 5 all the way up to a 10. You are sitting right in the middle at a 5. And we're going to take it up to a 10. On the count of 3, you are going to move from a 5 to a 10. And you're going to move from a five to a six. And when you feel that shift, you're going to feel a shift in your body. You're going to sit a little taller. You're going to feel you a little higher on the count of three. One, two, and three. Moving up from a five to a six, I want you to sit a little bit taller and push your shoulders back as you feel a shift in your body. Feeling absolutely amazing. Feeling powerful. Feeling strong. Sitting your head a little higher as you realize you are actually feeling more confident. Feeling even more powerful. Even more abundant. Even more amazing in this moment. Feel the shift happening in your body. On the count of three, we're going to move up from a six to a seven that's right and you're going to feel even better feeling absolutely amazing feeling unstoppable and completely unbreakable ready one two and three moving up to a seven feel the shift in your body as you push your back a little bit further sitting a little bit higher as you feel loose limp and relaxed in your body right now i want you to feel a wave of power surging from the bottom of your feet going up your legs going up your thighs going up your stomach up your chest up your neck to the top of your head feeling even more powerful in this moment feeling absolutely abundant amazing and completely powerful that's it and we're gonna move up to an eight and as we move up to an eight you're gonna feel even better even stronger even more powerful and you're gonna allow a wave of happiness and joy to wash over you as you move up to an eight are you ready one two and three moving up to an eight feeling that energy surging through your body going up the bottom of your feet going up your legs up your thighs up your stomach to the top of your head feeling loose up and relaxed i want you to right now feel 10 times better 20 times better 30 times better feeling absolutely amazing letting that smile wipe across your face because you can feel a shift in your body right now as you take a deep breath and realize you can breathe a bit deeper right now that's it and right now we're going to move up from an eight all the way to a nine feeling absolutely amazing powerful unstoppable and completely unbreakable are you ready moving from an eight to a nine one two and three feel that shift as you move up from an eight to a nine as you now feel even weightless in your body i want you to notice as you roll your head your head feels extremely light right now and as you roll your shoulders your shoulders are feeling extremely loose you feel the shift in your body you feel even better extremely confident extremely focused on being the best version of yourself and it feels amazing that's it and we're going to move up to a 10 at this point when you are at a 10 you are going to feel absolutely amazing at your absolute best completely unstoppable and completely unbreakable from this moment forward nothing can stop you from being this best version of yourself are you ready one two and three moving up to a 10 and right now i just want you to feel the power right now surging up from the bottom of your feet, going up your legs, up your thighs, up your stomach, up your chest, up your neck to the top of your head, feeling loose, limp, and relaxed, and absolutely amazing. And right now, I want you to visualize yourself looking up, and I want you to feel the heat. 
of the sun bearing down on you, making you feel even warm and comfortable and even more abundant and powerful in this moment. As the warmth of the sun is lighting you up, feel the joy of it purging through your whole entire body, feeling absolutely amazing. And on the count of three, you're going to open your eyes, feeling powerful and completely motivated and ready to get things going. Are you ready? One, two, and three. Welcome back. Yeah. All right. Whoa. <laughs> wow. That was it just confirmed what I'm what I am already. Come on, come it's on. Amazing. <laughs> come on, come on. Ooh, that felt wow. Good. That felt mm. good. I'm like mm. really relaxed. I mean, yeah. I saw some of the testimonials that I think one of the young ladies said it didn't happen like right away, but like the next day she started to feel you know, a change and a shift. And so I, I may need to, to to do a consult with you. Well, to help I'm, me. Say I'm on your website right now. I may gotta <laughs> to, to help me to help me with the sugar thing because <laughs> I, I need to and I was like like normally my attention span is so short. I can never I went to a therapist and I remember the therapist would play white noise for me and I'd be like, did I leave the iron on? <laughs> oh my God, I got to pick my son up from school. Like, so I, just my experience through that, I wasn't able to hear anything else. Now, nearing the end, I can hear Fred walking down the stairs. And I was like, he's going to see me like this. <laughs> he's going to say, bet, bet. <laughs> what did you ladies, how did you ladies feel? How do you feel? I felt great, really mm -hmm. relaxed. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, my head was just like up in the clouds. That's what it felt mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. well, it was needed. Yeah, it takes me a moment um, to focus. But then when I started to focus on the numbers, like raising from one number to the other, yeah. and I was like, yeah. on three, I got to get to a 10. And where is, where is a seven? A seven is here. And then you would say what a seven is. You should feel this. And I was mm -hmm. like, then I got to. I felt the the more relaxed, like whenever we got to, uh, uh, I think it was about a nine or a seven. It was like, your back, sh you should be more poised. And I was like finding myself yeah. moving. Right. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when I did my neck, I was like, oh, but before you even said about my shoulders moving, my shoulder was moving yeah. like, okay, yeah, because I, it was I, a lightness. Yeah. It was a lightness. So I will tell you, this is my first time. And I was never, I wasn't skeptical, I guess, because with you, I trust you, mm -hmm. you know? And so I made myself completely vulnerable and it was like, okay, I trust you. You're not near me where you could take my wallet. Not that you would <laughs> sitting right next to me, but I'm like, well, she can't take my wallet. So let me just, I just trust her and I'll be completely vulnerable. So how can Dinah, how can anybody else um schedule a consult with you get to know you not get to know you a little bit better but yeah 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 <laughs> yeah right Emmy. well um on it. <laughs> i am zara charm on every platform that's z-a-r-a-h-c-h-a-r-m.com on instagram on tiktok i'm everywhere um zara charm dollar sign Zara Charm, if you're going to throw out the cash app. Listen. <laughs> I am on every platform at ZaraCharm.com. Zara Charm for sure. Um, and just get ready because the traveling's about to begin again. That's right. All the good things are happening. So <sighs> I'm going to hit you up about that travel. I got to get. 
I got to get it together. Yes. I told you a friend of mine told me I need to go to Africa. And so Mm. I'm, I'm, I I just got to call you a little bit more. I may text you and be like, help me, Zara. I need to figure it out. Whenever you're ready, you know, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like everybody be like, you should go back to the motherland. I just didn't have a desire to go to Africa. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be Africa. Mm-hmm. It's it's something. I mean, that... but it, you know, me personally, I was like, I didn't have a desire to go to Africa. Like my sister went to Ghana. She was like, Are you coming? Like, no. oh. Well, let me let me ask this question. You still do hair? <laughs> you still do hair? Sorry. She like <laughs> oh she got hypnotized. She felt I'm just being like, oh like, I don't know. Um oh, I, do no. hair. I, I do hair. Well you hair. can't do mine because mine is locked. So you know, I miss this, I miss the flat twist, but let me just no. tell you, let me just tell you, I love you. I love your spirit, I love your journey. You're amazing. I'm a fan. If there's anything that you need from me, I got you. You know that. Um, I thank you so much for taking the time out wherever you are on this planet. I don't know if you're in Timbuktu <laughs> or wherever. I thank you so much for being there and just for saying yes and say less. Like she was like, say less. I got you. No problem. Mm-hmm. So I thank you. And I, I just I'm just so appreciative of the God appointed um, time that he placed you in my life. So thank you. Thank you for that. And, you know, I don't even know how long it was that you did my hair, but it was just like, I was like, I love her. And I just, you know, I I saw you and just know that whatever it is, I got you. And vice versa. Right. So nice meeting you, Zars. So nice meeting you. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. We got to go, lady. Okay. I know. I know. So we're on all streaming apps. All streaming apps. You can call us if you have any questions or comments. 412-799-6130. Also, uh, you can email thehaygirlheypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. Thank you so much, Diana Blackwell. People have been watching, you know, just throughout the show. So thank you so much for doing that. I am your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn. And I'm Yama Lineal chick, Jir All right. What's what's Zara's name? What's her chick name? I'm Zara. Hypnosis chick. <laughs> Zara charm chick. The charm chick. The charm chick. That's cute. I like it. The charm chick. Okay. We got the charm chick in the building. Thank you so much, Zara Charm. It's the Hager Hay podcast on Urban Media today. All right, ladies.